Before we begin today's episode of Bride to Be, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past and present whose lands were never ceded. Welcome to Bride to Be. I'm Megan. And I'm Taylor Broad. Whether you're planning a wedding, you're in a bridal party, or you're just here for the tea, we're here to walk down the aisle with you. Whatever that may look like. You've walked in a bit of a mood today. Do you want to talk us through what's going on? Yeah, well, it's almost my womanly time of month. And I've got two massive pimples on my cheek, which is fine. We get them, but... I love you're saying massive and I have freckles bigger than them. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) They feel really sore. But the thing is, I've done some calculations on my little period app and it looks like I'm going to have to be due for my period right before the wedding, which means I reckon I'm going to get hormonal breakouts. I was due wedding day (sighs) and luckily the stress pushed it pushed it out. But I do know what you mean. Like I did get a little bit of a skin breakout and felt a bit bloated and just those womanly nasty things around that time of the month. Speaking of pimples, I got into bed last night and my husband actually asked me if there was going to be enough room for him in the bed because he was sharing space with the pimple that is (laughs) under my lips. So let's not talk about pimples anymore, shall we? Oh, it's a part of life. So for this next segment, we went out to our Beauty IQ Uncensored Facebook group and our socials and we asked for wedding horror stories. Traumatic. Trauma, traumatic events. We're going to play one now. I'm ready. Yeah, her name's Emily. She's really taken one for the team. So let's see what happens. Hi, guys. My name's Emily and my wedding story is from the 24th of Feb this year. So it's still pretty fresh. I had meticulously planned every single detail of our wedding for 130 guests and come the day I woke up with gastro, both ends. I somehow pushed through makeup and hair. My uncle then came and gave me every single drug under the sun to get the pyrotechnics of my stomach to stop. I just made it to the venue but could not stop vomiting. My poor future husband waiting for me. We ended up getting hitched in a laneway in Brunswick with just our witnesses and my head in a bucket. The guests enjoyed our reception, but unfortunately, we both didn't make it as I was too sick. It was the worst day of our lives, and I still cannot believe that's how we got married. I feel violently ill after Mm. listening to that. Is every person's worst nightmare. Like, honestly, you'd almost rather the groom not show up. Like, (laughs) at least then there's a reason why you're wasting all this money. That is just pure bad luck. There's a better tragedy behind it. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel sick. Yeah, I feel sick because that could be me, guys. It's almost like a bridesmaid moment when she's in the wedding dress because that's what it would be like. Mm. There's no easy way of getting to a toilet in a wedding dress. So is it like both ends or? She said both ends. Oh, my God, the poor, poor thing. I liked the line pyrotechnics of her stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's up there with like. That's trauma. Yeah, trauma. Because even my biggest fear, and I hope I'm not bringing this into the universe, knock on wood, is conjunctivitis. I think I said that a few weeks ago. But I feel like conjunctivitis, you could still, like, you just get on with it. Whereas when you're literally both ends are coming out, you can't get on with it. No. You're dehydrated. You're feeling horrible. You're frail. You're wanting to be in bed. There's no way you would be wanting to walk down an aisle in front of everyone just out of the pure fear of potentially pooping yourself. Sharting. 
<laughs> but also shout out to her husband who oh, also bailed on the wedding. Legend, to yeah. Be with her. Because I'm telling you right now, Nathan would have still gone. <laughs> he would have been like, this isn't my problem. Here's a, a gastro stop and I'll see you at the end yeah. of the night. Call me when you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so since we're talking all things skin, today we have got Rachel Riley, who was a dermal therapist at James Vivian in Melbourne. Rachel is an expert when it comes to skin. Her effective yet calm way of working is what all brides and grooms should be looking for. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. So, Rachel, in an ideal world, how far out should wedding skin prep start? Essentially, I don't think you have to start at any certain point or too far out. Like, as soon as you actually know that you're getting married, reach out to somebody, a skin specialist, you know, because you could have certain concerns. So, get onto it straight away because you want to enjoy the day. You want to enjoy the journey. So, as soon as we get onto it, it's done and then you can go into maintenance and not stress about any skin issues leading up to your day. And if you're someone that doesn't know much about skincare, but obviously when you're prepping for a wedding, everyone's telling you, you need to have the perfect skin or you should be doing this. What's your advice for them about taking those baby steps before the big day? Think about your skin concerns and how you want to look on the day, because this is about you and your wedding, then potentially I'd say go and investigate different skin therapists. And it's not always about having treatments as such it might be just trying to shake up a new skincare regime get into a routine that's manageable for you yep i love that i'm a makeup artist so i have a lot of bridal clients and sometimes during our sessions they'll start asking me about skincare or skin treatments or like should i get this done should i get that done and i just have to say babes i have no idea you have to talk to your dermal <laughs> therapist about that talk to the i'm not the girl doctor. i'm not the girl because i could say yeah go and get dermaplaned and that could be horrible for their individual you know skin and skin concerns so with that in mind, are there any treatments that you think should be avoided? So if you have any major skincare concerns from, you know, acne to scarring to sensitivity, you can get onto that straight away. Or we might have to liaise with a dermatologist, a nutritionist or naturopath. So we're obviously quite budget friendly here. So if they don't have the budget to go spend on lavish skincare treatments, what would be some at-home plans or suggestions you would have for them? It's important to say that you don't necessarily always have to see a dermal therapist to have an in-clinic treatment. You can have a beautiful relationship with your therapist to formulate a really good skincare regime. And that can be budget friendly. It might just be, you know, introduce exfoliation, use a really appropriate moisturizer for your skin, SPF, all those types of things. So there's lots and lots of things that nobody has to miss out on. Mm. And probably a note in there is don't do it a week before the wedding. Maybe <laughs> give yourself some time to make sure that your skin takes to those products as well. Absolutely. And I love how you said that that can all be done at home. Definitely. You just use your therapist's guidance and then you've got that beautiful skincare plan at home. If someone is literally at the stage in their life where they're using a makeup wipe and some water as their skincare regime. This was me two years ago, so tread carefully. This was me a couple of years ago as well, <laughs> pre-adore. What are, I guess, three products that they can introduce if you're someone listening to this and your wedding is in the next month, don't start this now. But what are three things, really easy steps that they can take to just kind of get on the skincare regime bandwagon? Cleansing, moisturising and exfoliating. 
You want something that's appropriate for your skin. You're trying to get that canvas ready for the makeup artist. So think about the hydration, the way you want the glow. You want to improve the barrier function. So, you know, vitamin Bs and ceramides. And exfoliation, you want to get rid of those dead skin cells. So you have, again, the makeup artist can apply that flawless makeup. So that just stops any buildup and gives you a really beautiful, even texture on the skin. Making sure that's appropriate too, because there are a lot of different types out there of exfoliation. So you need to investigate which is going to be skin appropriate yeah absolutely and then a moisturizer to lock it all in absolutely okay i'm going into a little bit of a disaster zone because i feel like this can happen to anyone and everyone especially when you're stressed what do you do if you wake up the day before or the morning of your wedding and you've got a nice juicy pimple your skin therapist should be on speed dial (laughs) seriously (laughs) get in touch first thing come into the clinic and we'll triage that best we can you know we will do everything in our power to get you over the line for your day if it's the morning of a blemish you wake up and it has no head on it it's really red it's inflamed it's a little bit sore like please do not touch it just leave it you can actually apply some ice to help with that redness and that swelling if you start to go in even if it actually has a head on it what you can do is use a warm compress, not a hot compress, ever so gently applying it on and off the skin. Hopefully that releases the whitehead. Do not squeeze. The more you squeeze, the taller, bigger, wider, it's going to have its own postcode. So yeah, plus one not to the wedding. That. Yeah, <laughs> add one to the wedding. And then after you've done that, again, icing it to take down that redness then please again another point is do not put any abrasive like salicylic acids benzoyl peroxide because that's going to dry it out and you're going to have a scab forming during the day so just use a hydrating rich balm moisturizer and again let's come back to you've got a makeup artist on the day this isn't your typical day of waking up and you know walking the dog and all that you have got a team behind you and makeup artists magic concealment you know they're going to get you ready yep i love that i think it's a really good tip to not go in with the salicylic acid the morning of because usually we're like yep treat it but you're so right throughout the day you're going to have that scabbing start to occur the makeup's not going to sit it's going to spread and it's not going to look cute. Disaster. Mm, exactly right. And speaking of morning of, there's obviously some things we can do to get the skin looking really hydrated for the makeup artist. What would be some products that you recommend to use the day of the wedding? A makeup artists play a really pivotal role in the day of the wedding and they will usually guide you. Like essentially all your hard work of hydration, exfoliation should be done the night before. So when you wake up, your makeup artist will guide you what to do. If you don't have a makeup artist or not wearing makeup, cleansing, just a light cleanse because you've done the hard work the night before, a suitable moisturiser for your skin. And I would not be going into something, just a little tip as well, trying something new the day of the wedding. Go back a couple of weeks, and this is for brides and grooms, you know, wake up a couple of weeks before and say, well, I haven't got a makeup artist. I'm not going to wear makeup, but I want my skin to look this way. So try a few different moisturizers. Do you want a matte look? Do you want a dewy look? Even a light bronzer and then wear it for the day. So you know you're going to be prepared and be on point. Speaking of not trying anything new, Mm. my beloved friend and makeup artist gave me a sheet mask to put on the day of the wedding. And my skin is pretty good. It can handle most new things. Mm. However, I didn't take into account that I'm allergic to pineapple and there was a pineapple extract. Wasn't the skin that broke out. It touched my lips. And I was sitting there going, 
oh my God, it's tingling. Something's tingling. Something's wrong. So probably looking at things like allergies is a good one as well. Day of the wedding. Yes, definitely. I just really from experience, do not try anything new. Don't listen to your friend down the road that wakes up and says, this was on point for me on the day because it's really, skin is so personalised, it's individualised, like just don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, it's such an individual journey. If we've been on the journey a long time or a short time, like we want to get you over the line and it it ends up making us sweat. You know, it's like my horror story. I thought it was menopausal but it's not (laughs) but I must say my personal horror story was the lead up to the wedding to get married October 13th ANSAT collapsed I had a lot of family interstate that was September 11th so the whole world no one knew what was going on didn't know about yeah it was just a really uncertain time so I broke out in rashes dry patchy rashes just from the stress of all because I had a lot of people cancel I went through three bridesmaids (laughs) as well what, you gave them the sack? Or? Yeah, I gave them the sack. They oh, were my just, God, I love you. They <laughs> thought they were getting married. I was oh. like, it's about me. It's my day. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I had two bridesmaids and a junior bridesmaid in the end because I couldn't deal with the stress of that and the rash. I couldn't get it under control. But luckily enough, it all come together. The heavens opened. And, yeah, I actually looked on point. It was oh, a hot ride. Oh, I, I love, love A good end to the story. Yeah. <laughs> but I must say one of the funniest stories I've heard, and it's coming from the skin whisperer himself. Like I don't think I've heard of a funnier story, especially from someone so experienced. So if we can share James's story about his horror. James Vivian is the skin whisperer. He's quite a guru. And he is my boss, James Vivian. James Yes. Welcome. I mean, you've been on Adore Beauty podcast many times. Hosted, I have, hosted I have. them yourself, but never with you gals. I never know. telling us some gossip. This is a treat. Can you spill the tea? So we were coming over here, and Rachel's like, "Have you got any horror stories?" And I was like, "Well, no, luckily we haven't, but I've got one." Yes. So we got married in Palm Springs about uh, it's eight years this year. So it was just before gay marriage was legalized in Australia, and I was working right up until we were flying out the next day. And after my last client left, I was like, oh my God, I've done nothing to my skin. I'd better pop a benefit peel on that sort of like a vitamin A, vitamin C, salicylic peel. And then, you know, I got home and I'm packing and I completely forgot that I had this peel on. You're not meant to leave on for all that long. Anyway, wake up the next morning, jump on the flight. I'm in LA having a ball. And the day before the wedding, my friends are like, James, why is your face falling off? No. And I hadn't realised and I'd completely forgotten. And then, you know, I'm thinking, of course, this would happen. Anyway, I didn't really care all that much. (laughs) I just thought it's all going to work out. I'm getting married tomorrow. Everything will be fine. And I woke up the next morning and my skin was incredible. Wow. So it was lucky. But, yeah, the moral of that story is don't do anything the day before you're leaving another country to get married (laughs) or before your wedding. It doesn't even work for a dermal therapist who seemingly knows what he's doing. I'm dead at that. So you almost had a Samantha Jones moment, but then you snatched it it together and you were glowing. Luck was in your favour. I glowed. That's what I found about Ben and I when we got married is that we were ready in about 30 seconds. Oh, it was I'm quite, very jealous. It was yeah. quite anticlimactic. Yeah. All of a sudden we were like, okay, well, we're good. Well, we're not getting married for four hours, but <laughs> uh, we look fantastic. There was no makeup artist. There was none of those sorts of things, but that was kind of cool too. That is the absolute beauty of it. Chuck your suit on, moisturise, cleanse, do the hair. You're good to go. Well, there was no you. hair. There was no, no hair? hair? Oh. I've got about seven strands and Ben's got none, so it didn't take long <laughs> at all. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that because if anyone has a little mini skin disaster like that, at least they will have hope that maybe it'll turn out all right. 
It often does. <laughs> so for this week's shit they didn't tell you, mm. I actually have a great tip that my makeup artist Cassandra gave me the day of my wedding and I never would have thought of it. Having now been told it, it is such a simple tip but would help Ooh. so many brides. Okay. So her advice to me was as soon as you get to the chapel, so right before or wherever you're getting married, Right before you walk down that aisle, mm. make sure to have at least a glass of water because your lips won't be as dry. You will have moisture to the inside of your mouth. And when you're saying your vows or you're answering the questions, you're not sounding like you are out of breath. You're not sounding like your lips are chapped. It is a much better way to go into it and you look hydrated, unlike your husband who hasn't been told this or your wife or whoever is standing at the other end of the aisle waiting for you. So if you are listening to this, keep this tip for yourself. Make sure you look good up there. I like that. Well, we're not gatekeeping it anymore, so you can send this to your partner as well if you really want. But I really like that idea. Mm, yeah. That's a really good tip. Yeah, fighting the dry mouth. Water. One glass of water at a time or a bottle if you're in a car and, you know, you can I was really... given a straw with oh, a water straw. bottle because then I obviously wasn't affecting the lipstick. Oh, yeah, the lipstick with the bottle. And maybe not while, like, a car is moving no. if you're in a car. Stationary. Okay, I'm going to have to pack a little bottle of water with me. And a straw. Right before, though, so you don't have to pee during. Do all no, it's like a running ceremony. race. Yeah, you think okay. you need a pee standing there. And fine. then as soon as you take off. There's nothing else in your mind. You actually don't. It's just the nervousness. And you just you go think out. about nothing else except for that in the yeah, moment. You're trying not to forget your words. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Bride to Be. If you want more info on anything we discussed today, feel free to check out the episode notes or slide into Adore Beauty's DMs. If you don't want to miss a beat, be sure to subscribe in your podcast app to be notified when we drop our next step. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating. And of course, don't forget to share this with anyone in your world that you think would like to listen. See you next time.